0: Welcome to another chapter of Traveling on Limekiln Pike with your host, Bryant Powell. In today's chapter, I wanted to talk about a city that I have always wanted to travel to as a teen, but was never able to do it until my late 20s, the Emerald City, Seattle, Washington. From its scenic landscapes, bursting tech scene, and unique style, the city tucked all the way in the northwest of the country. It was a huge treat for me to visit. If you want to hear more stories such as these, please make sure and like and subscribe to the podcast while I tell you about Chapter 12, Seattle. To be completely honest with you, I can't really put into words what drew me to live in Seattle when I was a teenager whether it be its fantastic views its beautiful environments its heavy influence in tech its ability to be tucked away from the rest of the country and have its own particular culture and flair or just the visuals of what the city looked like it was something that I've always been brought to and something I wanted to experience in living. Unfortunately, I never even got the opportunity to travel there until my late 20s. But the good part about that is every single time I've traveled to Seattle in my 20s, I was able to get either free lounging, free travel, or both. Most of the times were based off of recruiting events for job opportunities for friends, or even job opportunities for myself or internship opportunities. The story I want to talk about today on the podcast will be a time I traveled to Seattle in October 2017 with an MBA colleague and friend of mine who we were both invited to recruit for a company based in the Seattle, Washington area that gave us a free flight via Southwest and free lounging at a Holiday Inn Express, which made our weekend a fantastic weekend in Seattle. If you decide to travel to Seattle, here are some great tips and tricks to make your stay in the Emerald City as pleasurable as possible. Tip number one, bring your walking shoes and your Uber app. Seattle is definitely a very walkable city with a lot of the neighborhoods easily accessed walking to and from. The problem is, in Seattle, it's very hilly, so if you don't bring very comfortable shoes, after a few minutes or an hour, your shoes will be exhausted. However, if you decide that you want to just Uber around, Ubers are very, very inexpensive, and there are plenty around to go back and forth. Another great thing is, if you're traveling from the airport, there is a link light rail that takes you from the airport all the way down to downtown Seattle for less than $10. So it's super convenient, and it drops you off in the middle of everything. And the last thing about the walk-in shoes, Seattle is a very outdoorsy city. So it will be very, very good for you to bring comfortable shoes to take advantage of all those outside activities. The number two tip I would recommend is definitely travel during the summertime if you want to get the most out of living in Seattle. It's not a joke. It does rain pretty consistently there over the course of the year, especially during the fall and winter months. However, it's not a lot of rain. Actually, on average, New York City gets more rain than Seattle, but Seattle is just more like constant rain, little drizzle every single day. But coming during the summertime, it's between 70 and 85 degrees every single day. The sun stays up until like 10 o'clock, so you can definitely take advantage of the great beauty of the city throughout a whole entire day. And there's a tons of things to do during the summertime in Seattle as well, so definitely a time you should go. A third tip I would recommend going and doing is catching a sports game in Seattle. I'm a humongous sports fan, so I'm a tad bit biased, but there is a lot of passion for sports in the Seattle area, whether it be the Seattle Seahawks, the Seattle Mariners, their soccer team, as well as college football or basketball when it comes to the University of Washington, and they're even getting a hockey team in the next couple of years. Catching a sports game in Seattle is a ton of fun, and you have the opportunity to be part of that 12th man, especially when it comes to football. Another tip I would say you should do is literally explore a lot of the different small neighborhoods within Seattle. There are a ton of great little neighborhoods that have their own unique flavor. And I visited most of the ones I'm listening to today, and they're all fantastic. You have areas is the Queen Anne Hill, which has a Space Needle and it's very touristy with tons of museums. You have Capitol Hill. It's a lot of like independent stores and a lot of bars and cafes, and it's very LGBTQ plus friendly. You also have downtown Seattle. with a lot of shopping malls, a lot of the government buildings that are down there, and also the famous Pike Place Market is there as well. You also go to areas like Pioneer Square, where they have uh, like an underground museum of what Seattle was before the Great Fires back in the day. Also, a lot of great bars and restaurants, art galleries. And it's in walking distance to the stadiums for sporting events. And also, you have places like University City, where you can go to the University of Washington campus and kind of look around. And it's, I think it's right by the water, so it's a very beautiful area. You also can go to uh, Beacon Hill, which has a lot of the African American and Asian population that has a lot of great cultural food and activities in Seattle as well. Last but not least for a tip and probably most obvious tip for Seattle, definitely try out the coffee. As we all know, Starbucks originated in Seattle and like most places in Seattle is no different. You can go every single block and probably run to one or two different Seattle Starbuckses. As well as they have a lot of independent cafes and a lot of cafe shops that you can really taste a great coffee in the area. And also, you can also get Seattle's Best, which is obviously fantastic coffee as well. Yeah, so those are some of the top tips that I recommend when you travel to Seattle. And if you take advantage of all of them, I can guarantee you'll have a fantastic trip to the Emerald City. Before I go to the actual story, let me give you a little bit of a background. So the day beforehand, Saturday afternoon and morning, we had spent all day at the company that recruited us in Everett, Washington, about 45 minutes away. And they were showing us basically why we should work for this particular company. They showed us around campus. They gave us free meals. We had one-on-ones with different executives. It was a fantastic experience, and I eventually did get an internship opportunity there because of that experience. That night, me and my friend decided to walk the streets of Seattle and just get lost in the city that we both enjoyed, and we ended up staying out pretty, pretty late, and going to Dick's uh, Burgers to get some food. And then long story short, we took an Uber back to the hotel. But my friend left her cell phone in the restaurant and we ended up calling the restaurant and the cell phone was no more there anymore. And it was a very, very stressful night. However, I had told her that night is, hey, I before our flight leaves out the next morning, I would love to walk to Cary Park and just get a great view of the city in the early morning and just enjoy our last few hours in Seattle. I get up early in the morning around 6.30. I give her a text saying, Hey, you know, are you ready to walk to the park? Don't hear a response within a half an hour, 45 minutes. I know she didn't have her cell phone, so I reached out to her via GroupMe and she still had her Surface available. However, she didn't get up, and since we had a late night last night, I decided just to make the walk on my own and just make it a me morning walking to Kerry Park. Kerry Park was around a forty-five minute walk from the Holiday Inn Express I was currently staying at, and it was based in the Queen Anne Hill district of Seattle. I could have took an Uber there, which would have only cost me seven dollars. I really wanted to walk and take advantage of the early morning feel of walking around Seattle. But I realized that it would be a difficult walk while it was under two miles. Most of the walk was up a steep incline to get to the top of the hill in which you would have a fantastic view of downtown Seattle. So I decided to walk. But the walk was a very peaceful and enjoyable walk in the early morning of Seattle before everyone was up. And walking towards the Cary Park, I walked past famous locations such as the Space Needle and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation headquarters. Once I got to the top of the hill at the end of that steep incline, I still had a 15-minute walk to eventually get to Kerry Park. But it was when I was on top of that hill that my thinking had really changed and my inspiration really kicked into high gear. When I was walking past every single house at the top of this hill, it was houses I always imagined myself living in one day. Great two, three bedroom houses, a little picket fence around, fantastic views of downtown Seattle, not only from your back porch, but from your window, just a nice, peaceful neighborhood and, and in an area I always imagined myself living in one day. And it really inspired me because years ago when I was a teen, I always wanted to move to Seattle, but never had a way. But now since I was getting the MBA, it dawned on me that two years from now, I could be leaving in this house I'm walking by today. I can have the life that I always imagined that I would have being here. I can have the family that I always wanted to build living in Seattle. And it dawned on me that settling down was the next option, and it was an option I was looking forward to in my life. Being living in New York City, seems like settling down was never an option. But at that moment, walking towards Cary Park, I had a piff me that settling down is something I really wanted in my life now. And I realized this time more than ever, I had a limitless possibilities to be anywhere. While I would love to have been in Seattle, I can have this same experience in Los Angeles or Texas or St. Louis. And it dawned on me that the next chapter of my life was starting, thinking about it, walking towards Cary Park. So when I eventually walked to Cary Park, it was a small park that was on top of a ridge that oversaw the whole entire city of Seattle. It was beautiful views, not too many people out there taking pictures, so you can really truly appreciate yourself being there especially early in the morning. So I took a couple of pictures, but then I end up taking 15 minutes, 20 minutes, just sitting by one of the benches and just staring out over the ridge into the beautiful city that I always wanted to live in and just constantly thought of me possibly being here in two years or the limitless possibilities that if it's not here, I can be anywhere. Looking over the ridge, in a city I always wanted to live in as a teen, in Cary Park, it finally dawned on me, ironically at dawn, that every single decision I made in my 29 plus years of living has led me to this moment, has led me to be on top of this hill with limitless opportunities in the future. And I knew that every single decision I would make after this, from walking down this hill, getting back on that flight, going back to class, would lead to where I want to be in the future. And that was an awesome experience, and an epiphany experience, knowing that more than likely than not, I was in control of my destiny moving forward. It will be the decisions I make that will lead me to where I want to be. I don't think I ever told anyone that story before. I'm not even quite sure if I can even put into words or articulate that type of thought process back in those days. However, I hope 29 plus years from now, When I'll be walking again up that humongous incline. Walking past all the houses that I wanted to own. That I now own. With the fences and the fantastic views of the downtown from my back porch. Walking to Cary Park. Looking over the ridge that was there 29 years previously but instead by myself, to the left of me, a wife that I've loved for God knows how many years, and to my right, a couple of knucklehead kids who look over the ridge, overlooking Seattle's downtown, and only see a world of opportunity. So that was the ending of my walkabout to Cary Park. While it wasn't the most exciting experience, or most invigorating experience, I honestly believe it's the experience that I needed to turn the page in the next chapter of my life. It'll be an experience, a walk, an internal conversation, an inspiration that I'll never forget. If you decide to travel to Seattle, here are some great locations you should visit while you're there to give yourself the true Seattle experience. The first place you should definitely go to and the most obvious is Pike Place Market. That's the famous market where you see people throw humongous fishes back and forth as a humongous tourist destination for people. In the market, you can also buy fruits and souvenirs and antiques or even have lunch there. So it's a great place to go and also see the water as well. The first Starbucks is actually located right across the street from Pike Place Market. So good way to kill two birds with one stone to see two great and uh, very interesting locations. The next place I recommend going to seeing is the Space Needle. It's a fantastic uh, and probably the largest structure, I believe, in the Seattle area. And when you go on top of the natal, you get tremendous panoramic views of the entire city. And also, if you want to get a good view of not only the Space Needle, but of downtown Seattle, I definitely recommend Cary Park, which is the park I walked to in the story I said earlier. Another location I recommend going to in the Pioneer Square area is doing the Beneath the Streets tour. It's a cool tour that you see the actual locations and areas that Seattle used to be before the Great Fire. So Seattle was built on a lot of different hills, and underneath those concrete hills used to be houses and locations in which people used to live beforehand. So it's kind of great to go underneath the streets and see different aspects of life before the great fires happen. And it's a fantastic experience. I definitely recommend going. And it's less than $20. And it's a good two hours of walking around. Other place I recommend going to is obviously Pioneer Square, which you can do the beneath the street tour. You can also a lot of great bars and restaurants, and a great atmosphere to kind of be around. And I know when uh, games of football and soccer are happening, the walk that they go to the stadium begins in Pioneer Square. Speaking of the stadiums, I definitely recommend going to you know, Seiko Fieldhouse as well as other stadiums that have the sporty events so you can take on and see one of the great Seattle games that happen. Another place I recommend going to is a, the futuristic Amazon Go store. So it's a cool store. You can actually walk in without using any cash or taking out your credit card. You can pick item that you want in the Amazon Go store, and you can leave the store. And it automatically checks out what you took and charges it to your Amazon account. It's a great and a unique experience, and it will probably be the future of retail in the future. When it comes to eating, I definitely recommend Dick's Drive-In Burgers. It's a great place to get a Seattle-style burger. It's a classic spot I think made at least over 50 years ago, and lines are always tremendously long, and the burgers are literally less than $2, $3. So you can get burgers and fries and a drink for less than $5. So great deal and a great Seattle burger spot. And the last place I recommend going is Beth's Cafe. Now, I recommend this place because I'm a huge fan of the show Man Vs. Food, and they had an episode there where they had a 12-egg omelet, hash browns, a number of different meats, as well as think, two or three pieces of bread, and all that fit into a pizza pie, literally a pizza-sized uh, pie of uh, plate. And literally the challenge is, can you eat that whole entire food in one sitting? Again, the first time I went to Seattle, I tried to uh, take on that challenge. And as usual, in the battle between man versus food, food won. So yeah, those are the locations I recommend you visiting while you go to Seattle. And if you take advantage of these, I'm, again, I'm sure you'll have a fantastic time in the city. So yeah, that was my trip to Seattle, Washington in October of 2017. It was a city I've always wanted to live in, and it's still a dream place for me to live in even today. However, I don't think it's truly in the cards for me at this point in my life. But hey, you never know what the future brings. Thanks again for listening to Traveling Online Kiln Pike. And as always, if you decide to travel... Make sure you bring a pal. Talk to you soon.